today. I thank you for another great day that you have given us. I thank you for the breath in my lungs, Father. I don't ever want to take life for granted. So, Lord, I thank you for giving me life today. I ask that you would anoint my message, that it would um, be some thing for somebody that is going to watch this that it would be encouraging that it would give understanding and that it would be motivating um, help me be able to say it the way you want me to say it and we thank you for all that you do we thank you for this wonderful fight time group in jesus name amen okay so today i am going to be talking about if you haven't been able to see the title i'm talking about why is it so important for you to dig in the word of god i know that as a christian we say you know you need to read your word you need to read your word but we're going to get back to the basics a little bit and i'm just going to explain why is it so important that we dig into the word i hope that this brings some encouragement for somebody even if it's a longtime christian who maybe has fallen out of their daily routine of reading the word i know that i have struggled before with falling out of the routine and so i want this to bring encouragement i want this to bring motivation and i want this to bring a better understanding as to why it is so important all right so i am going to read proverbs 3. let me get there real quickly look at my little <laughs> bookmarks i gotta get some more at the church um, let me open this up really quickly. I'm going to read Proverbs 3 really quickly. And I'm going to read probably verse 1 to verse 6. Okay, this is what it says. It says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commandments in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Here is what this is saying. I want to underline, there was a couple of points that I underlined here. It says at the beginning, my son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commandments in your heart. All right, keep my commandments in your heart. The Bible also talks about how we need to guard our hearts above all else. So I find I want to tie those two things kind of together because um, if it means for you to guard your heart, if he wants you to guard your heart above all else, and he's saying keep my commandments in your heart, how important is that? Later on in verse 3, it says write them on the tablet of your heart. So not only keep my commandments, but make it permanent. Permanently write them on the tablet of your heart. And verse 5 says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. From the beginning, we have naturally wanted to lean on our own understanding. All right. And the perfect example that I can think of is a little kid, a little toddler who is just starting to walk and they are, oh goodness, I think my phone's gonna fall. They're so curious and um, their hands are in everything and they see on a stove, a stove that has been um, turned on, they see that bright orange glow on a stove top. And we know as adults that that means, ouch, that's hot, do not touch it. But that little kid, that little toddler doesn't know at that moment that if they touch the glowing stove, the glowing burner, that it is going to burn them. 
all right we get mad if anything the toddler gets mad because they don't understand they don't understand why they're not allowed to touch the pretty thing and so they get frustrated at their parents they throw fits they throw the terrible twos tantrums and they're throwing a fit because they do not understand why their parents are telling them no right i wrote down there will be things in this world there are things in this world that will look just as appeasing as the blazing orange metal stove did to the toddler there are going to be things in this world that you are going to see and you're going to want to experience them you're going to want to quote unquote touch them you're going to want to quote unquote um have a part in them you're going to want to watch them you're going to want to buy them you're going to want to listen to them but the word of god strictly tells us things that we should have boundaries for the word of god strictly tells us things that we should not partake of why because jesus christ god almighty knows the consequences of those actions he doesn't just give us the living word and tell us that we need to do all of these things out of hatred or because he wants to be mean but just like an earthly father would tell his daughter don't do that our heavenly father is giving us strict instruction saying hey i know how this is going to play out i know how bad this is going to hurt if you lean on your own understanding i know that you don't understand why i'm telling you not to do this i know you don't understand why you're lonely i know you don't understand why you are um single in this point of your life i know you don't understand why you seem to be set apart and you're different than everybody else that you're surrounded by but do not lean on your own understanding because i know the plans i have for you says the lord i'm so sorry my voice is completely out okay you have a god who speaks through his living word warning us about the burning stoves in our lives right but on the contrary the opposite of that is the enemy is a deceiver okay he is a liar but more than a liar he is a deceiver let me tell you the difference between a liar and a deceiver okay a, a deceiver means more than just lying a deceiver is someone who can make you believe that the truth is a lie all right the perfect example of this is eve eve was the perfect example the story of adam and eve the serpent didn't come up to eve and say you can eat the fruit. I know God told you that you couldn't, but I'm telling you, you can eat the fruit. He didn't just come up to Eve and say, you can eat the fruit, Eve. But he deceived her by saying, God knows that if you eat that fruit, that your eyes will be opened and you will be like him. All right, I want you to see the difference between being a liar and being a deceiver the difference between a lie and deception you see he wasn't so bold to say you can eat that fruit eve but instead he said i, I think god doesn't want you to eat that fruit because he knows you're going to be like him if you do i hope that makes sense i don't believe that eve knew at the moment that what was going to happen was going to happen so 
from 2 Corinthians 11 and 3, this will kind of explain my heart a little bit more here. This is what even got me started on this fight time. It says, this is Paul talking to the church, 2 Corinthians 11 and 3. It says, but I am afraid just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's cunning. Your minds may somehow be led astray. Listen right here. From your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Stop there. He's not saying somehow you will be led astray from your rebellion. Somehow you will be led astray from partying all night long every night. Somehow you will be led astray from being disrespectful to others. No, that's not what he's saying here. He says, your minds may somehow be led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. This is why it is so important that us as Christians, that us as women of God don't lean on our own understanding. Because when you lean on your own understanding, the enemy is a deceiver. And believe it or not, He's been around a lot longer than we have. He knows the right words to say. He knows the right moves to make. He's been in this battle for our souls from the beginning of time. So don't think that the enemy is dumb and that the enemy is naive because he's not. But we get clear instruction from the Lord that says, do not lean on your own understanding. Because if you do, then you're going to touch the burner. And you're not going to understand why it hurts after you touch the burner. But God Almighty knows why it hurts. Because he is all-knowing. Okay? So, if there's anything I want you to do today, I want you to fight the enemy's deception with the truth. I want you to fight the enemy's deception with the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And the only way that you can fight the enemy's deception with truth and the knowledge of Christ is by digging into the word of God, digging into the living word of God. Hebrews 4 and 12 states this clearly. It says, for the word of God is alive and active. Let's just stop there. This brings hope. This scripture right here brings so much hope because this, this word wasn't just written how many thousands of years ago and it not be able to apply to our lives today. But instead, this word, it says it's alive and active, which means that it is available to be applied to your life in this very moment in time. Okay, let's keep going here. Uh-oh, I gotta go back. Hebrews 11, I dropped the page, Hebrews 4, sorry, I'm sorry y'all, I'm losing my voice, <laughs> all right, for the word of God is alive and active, next line, it's sharper than any double-edged sword, it penetrates even the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, or marrow, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Not only is it alive and living, not only is this the living word of God, 
but it's sharper than any two-edged sword. If there's anything that you need to use to fight against the enemy's deception, it is the word of God. It is the living, breathing truth that you can apply to your life daily. And let me tell you this, the, really the only thing that the enemy has, the only tactic that the enemy has against us is deception and confusion. And those two things tie together because deception is where you think that the truth is a lie, right? Like I said earlier, Eve, Eve believed that what the enemy was saying was the truth when it wasn't, or, or confusion, which is where your truth doesn't match up with God's truth, okay? That is the only two things that the enemy can use against us. That's it. He's just a liar, and he's just a confuser. So it says plainly in the word of God that if you do not lean on your own understanding, if I go back to Proverbs 3, let's see if I can go back here. I want this to really sink in. If you go back to Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean, on your, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him. And he will make your paths straight. It also says, you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. This is your answer for success. This is your answer for victory. This is your answer for peace and comfort in knowing that Jesus Christ has it all taken care of. This right here is your solution for everything. Okay? Let his word come alive in you today. All right, I pray right now that the Holy Spirit would bring scripture to your remembrance when you are tempted with deception. Because here's the thing, the enemy will always be out seeking like a, vow, like, like a lion, trying to devour us with deception and confusion, with, with lies. But I am asking right now that the Holy Spirit would empower every one of you to read his word and have it written on the stone of your heart, to be written on the tablet of your heart, just as Proverbs 3 says, so that you can, can be brought to remembrance every time that you are tempted by deception and you can overcome the enemy by truth over and over and over again in Jesus' name. All right, so be encouraged today. If you're struggling with confusion, recognize the lies of the enemy. If you're struggling with doubt, recognize the lies of the enemy. Dig into the word. Let it strengthen you. Let it comfort you. Let it encourage you. And if you have any questions on where you should start reading or what you should start reading or maybe something doesn't make sense to you, don't hesitate to reach out to any of us. We would love to help you. We're all in this together, all right? I love you all very much. Have a great week, and I will see you later. Bye-bye.